You found the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective podcast, and it'll begin right after this. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! (laughs) Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. College! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, Visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. From DRG Media Group Sports, this is the Player's Perspective Podcast. Volleyball is a growing sport all around the country, but I think especially in South Dakota, we've kind of been a couple years behind, and now it's starting to catch up, and it's just really cool to see. That's one of the best ever to play high school volleyball in South Dakota. Bergen Riley of the O'Gorman Knights is our guest on this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast, brought to you by American Bank and Trust and Avera Orthopedics. Hi, everyone. I'm DRG Media Group Sports Director David Burrow. In fact, Bergen Riley may be the best high school volleyball player ever in this state. Not only did she lead O'Gorman to double-A championships in 2020 and 2021 before the Knights had a runner-up finish this season, and not only was she a four-time All-State player, she also won a gold medal for a national team this past summer for the under-19 USA team at the Pan American Games. Riley was named the tournament MVP and the best setter. And also in fall in 2021, Riley was part of the under-18 team that won the silver medal at the World Championships in Mexico. And then, this past September, a very rare opportunity came for Riley. At the Olympic-level United States team, a player contracted COVID-19. And Riley was called to take the spot on the roster for the Pan Am Final Six tournament. Riley is only 17. This sort of opportunity is very unusual for someone her age. Yes, That's how good Bergen Riley is. During this past season, Riley visited with our volleyball maven, DRG Media Group Sports' Brian O'Brien. Bergen, real glad to have you joining yeah, us here you. today. Uh, as you get ready to, to, uh, to play the Pier Governors today, uh, you know, kind of uh, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, O'Gorman volleyball, mm-hmm. first of all, and, uh, and how in double a obviously i think uh, i think we can look at o'gorman over the last 10 plus years and say i think this is uh, the the program that has really set the standard in volleyball what is it like in growing up in that system and uh, and now kind of being uh, the leader of, of still one of the best teams in the state year after year yeah i mean growing up i had some great role models to look up to in taryn clothes and just like that whole team that went back to back too and Um, So I think that they, like, watching them win state two years in a row really set all of us up to, like, have those goals and have high high hopes to go and get a state championship and hopefully a couple. And those teams are, you know, back eight, ten years, so you're putting Mm -hmm. yourself in the fourth grade or something like that, and and already you're you're sleeping with a volleyball under Mm -hmm. your pillow, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it starts from a young age. I mean, I started playing when I was around seven, so I've been playing for a while now, like, and same with a lot of these girls, we've all been playing for quite a bit. And um, so, yeah, I think that's helped us a lot, just kind of having experience. And we have all been through a lot of different things volleyball-wise. And so that's helped us kind of be able to adjust to whatever comes to our way. So you're growing up with and playing with girls that you're still playing with. And I, you, your sister mm-hmm. was one of them, yep. too, I'm sure, Reagan Riley. And uh, um, But... Uh, 
uh, girls that have stayed in the O'Gorman program, but obviously Sioux Falls is a uh, volleyball is a huge deal all throughout Sioux Falls. You're seeing Washington being one of the top programs, and Lincoln is yep. getting better. We saw them last week uh, weekend, and and Jefferson now, and mm-hmm. Roosevelt who beat yeah. you guys the other night. Yep. Uh, you know, um, it, and Sioux Falls Christian, who is uh, who t- you know is uh, uh, another standard. So I mean, how does it get to be that big of a deal? In obviously it's a big town, mm-hmm. but uh, it, I mean volleyball is is really a way of life for yep. a lot of girls, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, volleyball is a growing sport all around the country, but I think especially in South Dakota, we've kind of been a couple years behind, and now it's starting to catch up, but it's just really cool to see, like, everyone in Sioux Falls, like, they all, like, go and play Kairos, and, like, we all just, like, mm-hmm. all teams have a lot of people that are on club teams, and so I think that's helped a lot to stack these teams and make everyone such a tough game. And You're, you really play all year round, yep, don't you? Yep, exactly, yeah, and so I think that that's helped a lot, having that club scene and like with Kusler clinics here and like Pentagon and Sioux Falls too I think like that's a reason why it's growing so much because we have access to such good coaches that are willing to like help you whenever year round and I think that that's been a big part of why volleyball is growing so much and, and I guess to to ask for a little advice you mentioned Kusler clinics we've got Brianna and what mm-hmm. she's doing here now and we're just we couldn't be happier for that but I think there's still quite a hill to climb for mm-hmm. people and uh, away from Sioux Falls you know you yeah. maybe you don't oh, yeah. see that so much in the Rapid City area mm-hmm. it's up to uh, it's up to programs like Kusler clinics to to help get people in central South Dakota to that level and, yep. uh, and to try to increase the competition at, mm-hmm. at the varsity level now yeah yeah I mean it takes a while for sure like even Kairos like we didn't get much recognition for our first like however many years probably like six or eight years like it was it's a process but like like I said I think Kusler is doing a great job here like I know pretty much everyone on this peer team plays for them and you can tell like peer teams have been getting better over yeah. the years and like it's evident that they've been playing year round and getting really good coaching like outside of just school ball and so I think that that's really cool to see just all, all right. around the state. Now some of the opportunities that you've had obviously have taken you to uh, far off places here and not just the United States but on an international level and this is what I really uh, am, in, am very intrigued about and what is it that that, that you know first of all uh, in the last few years and, and maybe more so in the last few months uh, going back to the summer where have you been and uh, and what has it taken to, to get you at, the, at those locations? Yep so last year I flew to Anaheim, California to train for Team USA and then made the team and went to Durango, Mexico to play in the World Championships. And then this year I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma for three weeks. We trained there, found out the team there, and then we had a tournament there where we got gold. And then just a couple weeks ago I was in the Dominican Republic and that one was very unplanned. I like, I sent like, if it worked out how it should have, I would have gone to Anaheim first, train, and then go. But um, since it was so last minute, I went straight there. But, yeah, I mean, it's taken me a bunch of different places. I think there's an opportunity for me this summer to go to um, the Netherlands to play. and um, So, yeah, it's been really cool. And it kind of just, like, I honestly couldn't tell you how it happened. Like, all of a sudden, I got an invite to go to Colorado Springs the year It was the 2019, like, winter break, right before COVID, and um, that was my first thing ever with USA, and it was just training, no, like, no team or anything, and um, so that kind of got me, like, in the pipeline, is what they say, 
And then after that, I kind of started getting more invites to things and then essentially, or eventually like getting to the teams and like where you get to actually play for Team USA. And okay. so it's all kind of a pipeline. And now they have like recruiters that they send out and they talk to college coaches, just kind of get a bunch of different opinions on who they find for the best people in the country. And then they try to bring them all together. I, I think what people are so... Uh I don't know what they want out of a out of a, a team at that level or, or out of an individual mm-hmm. player is exactly what you are. You're six foot one, but mm-hmm. you're a setter. Yeah. And I know you like to do some hitting, and yeah. we're, we're going to see that <laughs> as as we watch tonight. But uh, I, it's it's amazing that that there are people that can be athletic mm-hmm. as you are and still roam all the way around the court and you know and get under the get under the ball and pass it to, mm-hmm. to you know to just to the right spot and. Uh, I, I just am guessing that's what people are looking for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, some of it is just God-given. Like, you have to – there's a lot of good setters out there that are, like, 5'5", five, five, and so they can't really compete at a super high level because hitters are just going to use them. And so, um, yeah, it's been – It's I'm fortunate enough yeah. to be 6'1 and have that stature to be able to play at a high level and um, so that I can be effective all around the court. Um you at one of these international tournaments you were named the MVP am yep. I correct yes. does that mean then at your age level in the national circuit are you the best player in the country <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I don't know how to put that I mean it was definitely a huge honor and um, being an international tournament like there's Brazil there's Peru there's Mexico Canada like a bunch of different countries and so like getting that honor like I was not expecting it at all I was I don't know, but it, it's a huge honor, but I don't know. I just I have to keep working because I know that everyone's trying to catch up. Absolutely. That brings up another point, too. I think of uh, volleyball and on an Olympic level as uh, maybe an American-dominated mm-hmm. sport. And uh, I think over the years, maybe that is where most of the gold medals come from. But there are some really, really <coughs> amazing uh, players out there in, oh, yeah. in those countries that you mentioned, aren't mm-hmm. there? Yeah, I mean... America actually won their first gold medal last Olympics. So before that, we had never won a gold medal. Like, I know... In women's volleyball? In women's volleyball, yep. Like, Brazil has always been a huge volleyball country. China's had some really good teams. Like, um, so yeah, I think people generally do think that America dominates. But there's a lot of, like, even Italy. Like, there's a lot of different countries that worldwide, like, they're pretty crazy. And so... um, yeah, but Brazil was definitely our best match in Oklahoma. Okay. They, Brazil loves volleyball. Like, if you're a girl in Brazil, you play volleyball. Okay. And um, you make a life of it. They try to play pro when they're in their teenage years. And so that was a fun match to play. We ended up sweeping them. We played really well. And so, um, yeah, that was just kind of a cool opportunity. Awesome. Uh, so we're talking about volleyball at the Olympic level. You've played now in the Pan Am Games, which is Mm -hmm. Olympic level and international competition. Is the actual Olympic competition something that that you have an opportunity for and something that that you see in your Mm -hmm. future? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's a couple years in the future. Probably 2028 would be the very earliest. But, um, yeah, it's an opportunity that could come around as, as long as I keep working and keep getting better throughout college. But... Um, yeah, it generally is people that are out of college, and so I'll graduate college in 27, and then there will be 28 Olympics. So 
um, which would be super cool because I'm pretty sure they're in the United States that year and so that's definitely a big goal of mine and it's far away but it's getting closer and I just I know that I have to keep working hard to get there. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah. College, uh, college is taking you to Nebraska, and one of the one of I, I know we've got a lot of Husker volleyball fans. Or I forget their football team. Let's yeah. talk about Husker volleyball. Um, <coughs> big, big opportunity for you to go mm-hmm. play in Lincoln, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. I mean, just the culture there, the history they have in volleyball, like the support they have. It's just unmatched, and um, that's kind of what drew me to it. How much uh, growing up has has it been an advantage to you to uh, to play uh, with with your sister and and mm-hmm. to train? I'm sure with your sister. I'm sure you guys yeah. were were doing a lot of volleying back yeah, and forth was, for a number of years. It was a huge advantage. I mean, it just always kind of kept me going. Like we were both so competitive, and so um, we never wanted to lose to the other. And so we kind of made it like a competition, which is ultimately why we're both at the level that we are. Like. Mm-hmm. We constantly wanted to play. We were always out in the driveway. We would always do lessons together, like all of it. And um, I think that she just like always pushed me to like try and reach her. And so that was just, that was a huge advantage. And then like even during COVID, like when a lot of people were just at home and really only had like a ball and a wall, like we had a partner we could play with, which was super beneficial. And um, yeah, I, I really don't think I would be here without her. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned early on too about Taryn Cloth, and I remember Taryn as, as just being this uh, this six foot four, uh, gentle giant, yep. I guess I oh, would yeah. call her. She's such a sweetheart. I talked to her a number of times, but I have seen her playing beach volleyball mm-hmm. on TV, and uh, you know, and is that something <laughs> that even uh, at, at a, in a later age are you interested in playing professionally uh, outside of the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, I think. Right now, I definitely do like indoor better, but um, Nebraska, they do a beach season, like February, March, April. So we get to play beach all through there. And every year we go to a couple tournaments, we go to Hawaii, play a tournament. And so that'll be fun just like um, to kind of get used to that and see like if it is a potential like career option, like Taryn made it. Um, But yeah, I would say right now I do prefer indoor, but I mean, you never know where That's, I can go. I'm it, sure she said the same thing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what uh, what opportunities are there because, I mean, obviously volleyball is just one of these things that you don't see a lot mm-hmm. of. I mean, the, the fair weather fans yeah. won't see volleyball like they mm-hmm. see basketball, baseball, mm-hmm. football, the big the big sports yeah. uh, on a national yep. level. So, um, well, let's, uh, let's start wrapping this up, I suppose, with uh, – uh, you're halfway through this season, your senior season, and uh, obviously you guys are going to be one of the favorites and winning another mm-hmm. state championship. But uh, you, you know it's it's hard enough getting through uh, Sioux Falls teams, yeah. let alone getting another state title, isn't it? But uh, but yeah. what are what are the goals and what uh, what can this team really accomplish this year? Yeah, I mean I think the goal is like everyone else's goal, and that's to win a state championship in November. But um, it's going to take a lot. Like we have a lot of returning talent, but we do have some young girls that are getting used to playing varsity still. And um, so, yeah, I think this team is capable of whatever we put our minds to, honestly. Like, as cliche as it sounds, I think, like, if we can get that team aspect down and, like, just get everyone, like, comfortable playing next to each other, like, I think we have a really good shot. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, we have a lot of good individual players, but I do think getting that chemistry will be huge for us. That's the chemistry is kind of uh, the last thing I wanted to, to ask about because you're going and playing with a, a whole group of other people mm -hmm. and, and maybe three or four different groups of people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had the same conversation with Avery Kaiser earlier this yep. year. She plays, uh, uh, you know, other competitions on a national mm -hmm. level in the summertime. What is it like <laughs> then coming back and, and having to rebuild chemistry, especially mm -hmm. as you've been away yeah. uh, from the court uh, here earlier in this volleyball season yeah I mean it definitely it's tough but I think that all the girls make it so much easier and like a lot of these girls are my friends we have nine seniors I think mm -hmm. like and so that's been huge like they're all just like we're all best friends and we're all um we've all been growing up together honestly and so I think that's been huge for us but um it's a huge part of volleyball being a team like that's that could make or break your team and so I think that we're still working on just getting that perfected but um, I would say it could be a lot harder but I think the girls just make it so easy and they're all just they're so supportive of what I'm doing and they know like when I come back like I'm in O'Gorman volleyball yeah. I'm not focused on anything else yeah how can anybody say no to that right? yeah, I mean, yeah. To let you do that. all right my next last question okay. is going to be uh, um, having to do with uh, we talk about basketball football I think at a high school level a lot of people uh, uh, as we say the, the term again fair-weather fans uh, don't really know what mm -hmm. volleyball is all about I'm a fan I'm a huge fan of volleyball mm -hmm. it's actually my favorite sport to broadcast yeah. if it's good volleyball <laughs> which we will see a lot of at the <laughs> level how can we get more fans at the high school level to come mm -hmm. out and support volleyball teams and, and really get excited about this game yeah I mean I'm I agree with you I think it's not as public as a lot of other sports but I mean my advice to people would just be like give it one game yeah. because I know so many people that have told me like they watched one game and they were hooked and like I think a lot of people don't realize how intense it really is like every single point like someone's gonna score so there's never gonna be like in basketball there could be like a couple minutes where no one scores and like football same way but like volleyball like someone scores on every single point and so I think a lot of people really don't realize how intense it is and like how fast it is when it is good volleyball yeah. and so yeah, I would say give it one game, and I think a lot of people get and, hooked. And the momentum shifts are, yeah. are severe in yes. volleyball, and they can be in basketball, too, but momentum is a, is a big it's, thing, Yeah, too. momentum and adrenaline, and that's why I love this game. Like, every single point, you get to come in and you get to celebrate, and I think that that's just so special about that. Eat, about this sleep, sport. live, breathe volleyball. Oh, yeah. Bergen <laughs> Riley, it's been a pleasure talking to you, yeah, and uh, we you. wish you the best in the, in the rest of the season, and especially in the next five, six, <laughs> eight years, whatever it thank is. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you, Bergen Riley, and thank you, Brian. This young lady has a lot ahead in her future, and it will include college volleyball with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, to whom she had committed, and this fall, she made that official, signing the National Letter of Intent. This is the DRG Media Group Sports Players Perspective Podcast. What if we said a bank isn't a place to lock up money? It's a place to set it free. What if the point of banking wasn't to bank at all, but to put your ideas to work? What if your bank asked, what if, a little more? Well, what if we told you we do? We're American Bank and Trust, where what if meets why not? If you are ready to change what you get out of banking, start a relationship with us. What if you made the move today? 
We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Players Perspective Podcast. And if there's an athlete from whom you'd like to hear, contact us through drgnews.com or the DRG News app brought to you by Golden Buffalo Casino. The Players Perspective Podcast from DRG Media Group Sports is brought to you by Avera Orthopedics and American Bank and Trust. I'm David Burrell. Thanks for listening.